This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After Buzz TV, starting place to the likes of WWE female superstars Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Zelina Vega proudly presents Women's Wrestling Weekly, the world's first podcast and YouTube series dedicated exclusively to women's wrestling, featuring all the latest news as well as interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, After Buzz TV's own gorgeous lady of wrestling, TK Trinidad. Bonjour, welcome to Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. Evan T. Mack is out. He'll be back next time. But that doesn't stop us from having an amazing show. We're going to have a star of the week as well as some poll questions. And obviously, we have nothing but amazing guests every single week. And this week is no different. She is the former NWA champion. She is the governor's daughter. We have WOW superstar Abilene Maverick. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Hey, thank you for having me. And um, we like to go into the moniker superhero. Ooh, wow. Superhero. Superhero. Yes. Yes. So uh, <laughs> let's get in it. So WoW's going uh, Wow's gonna be debuting on Access Television uh, January 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, I did get to see you perform la- live. How, what was that whole experience um, like? Oh, my gosh. So it's it's really cool because the whole production, I feel like, is on another level. Um, people who were not familiar with WOW or even with GLOW, so people who aren't really familiar with, like, the wrestling world, um, they were like, well, you know, is this, like, a TV production or is it, like, the indie thing? Mm-hmm. And this is full-blown TV production. Of course, you said you saw it live, so you understand this. Yes. Um, it is, like, top-notch. There's smoke. There's, like you know, um, these lights and like pyro type machines. And it's just, it's really cool. Um, it definitely has that vibe that like Lucha Underground has. Mm-hmm. And um, it's definitely a prettier take, I think on it, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little more, a little more like on the feminine side, I guess you could say with like bright colors and everything, but oh my gosh, it's, it really takes your breath away, especially on camera. Cause now that we've seen back some of the footage, um, it's just like, amazing I yeah it. it's it's so funny because i believe mark burnett who is part of lucha underground is also helping wow and i did see the live performances but what i didn't see and what i'm eager to see is kind of the vignette vignettes in between and how you're going to weave the storylines together um so i'm really excited to see that because i'm guessing that's going to be on top notch as well yes absolutely in fact i think that is probably my favorite part of course i love wrestling do not get me wrong but uh we are the only wrestling company that lets the real life situations and the things happening outside of the ring Mm -hmm. culminate inside of the ring. And that's what leads to these matches. Uh, So the, the audience at home who gets to view all these like behind the scenes vignettes and uh, promos and things like that behind the scene, you know, behind the scene look at uh, our lives. Right. I think, 
that's going to be the coolest part because it's almost teetering on that reality show vibe. Right. Um, but it ends in wrestling. So, like, that's what's really cool is it's totally different than how everyone else is packaging their shows. Yeah. It's almost like, um, I guess, Total Divas, but it's the wrestling. Like, Total Divas is more the reality, and you s- might see part of a match, but this is, like, you're going to see the reality and then the full match on top of that and how everything kind of accumulates. Yeah, and that's how I've explained it to a lot of, like, my friends and family because they're not, like, wrestling people. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of them do watch Total Divas or Total Bellas and things. And I'm like, imagine those arguments and things that they have outside of the ring, like, right. when they're in, like, Abo or, you know, whatever. I was like, now imagine that issue leading to a match. You know, I was like, that's what we do. <laughs> and then we show you the match. And so I was like, that's what's cool about it. Yeah, the match is a bit really good. So you've been wrestling since you were about 18, year, uh, 18 years old. How's wrestling yeah. changed from when you started to now? Oh, my God. It literally is night and day. Um, I feel like I beat a dead horse when I say this because I'm just like, oh, my God, it's just so different. But it really is. Um, when I began, I was the only female in my wrestling uh, training facility. And I think that was for the first year that I was training because I almost trained solid for, for like a year and a half, almost two years before mm-hmm. I got on the road. Um, and the first year before Jordan Grace came along, I was the only female. Um, it was nothing but guys. And I would literally drive to these shows in the middle of nowhere or whatever, hours away, just hoping to have like a five minute match or hoping to be a valet. And nine times out of 10, I didn't even get paid. Oh, wow. Um, that happened for like a year or two. And then all of a sudden I was like, something's got to give here. So then I kind of became a little more, I guess, uh, business savvy because I didn't realize how much of that it took. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to just start negotiating your prices. Um, you have to start negotiating your matches. And we were allowed to start doing that. And then it's just snowballed since then. Over the past decade, um, women went from begging to be on matches to main eventing and having pay-per-views and now having a weekly episodic wrestling show, you know? Which is crazy. Now, also, yeah. uh, the start of your career, kind of went, when you, uh, a couple of years ago, you became the youngest and longest reigning NWA champion. Um, is there any talk of, you know, trying to reclaim that title soon? Um, maybe. I definitely have, I've really maintained a great relationship with the NWA. Um, I think a lot of that is because Dave Lagana has been one of my biggest supporters for years and years and years. He was actually the reason um, I got the opportunity I did with Impact Wrestling to do that pay-per-view. He was like the person that was like, we've got to bring her in you know, this girl right here is money. Um, he got me that opportunity, which was amazing. And we kept in contact after that. And he is such an advocate for raw talent and he's such an advocate for women's wrestling. Um, so I do believe that there's a future there. Um, and what's kind of fun is I've actually been teetering on some, you know, I guess quarrels or some heat okay. with Jeff. Uh, which is, you know, kind of exciting. It's not even with the NWA directly, but it's been at like Booker T's Reality of Wrestling in Houston and uh-huh. then um, also over in Austin and, you know, some some like local places. And I'm kind of interested to see if that takes off because that would be nice. I know it's crazy because we spoke to Jazz, I believe the, a week or two after All In. And um, she was just talking about how, because she, she held the title and she was just talking about how, you know, there was no no match for them. And, you know, I think then maybe a couple weeks later, they booked it with J- uh, Jazz and uh, Pen- Penelope Ford. And, you know, I-, I think 
it, it's just it was just amazing to to witness and just be a part of that discussion. So um, definitely look at NWA, uh, especially when with the all in in it as well. Um, that yes. whole thing was crazy. Um, I know. All alive. I went because uh, Jordan Grace is still one of my best friends, and um, I, I just had to see her live. So I actually went to see her, you know, on the show. She was in the the uh, battle royal they had, and then also I'm friends with uh, Chelsea Green, and um, I wanted to see her, you know, in the match. And yeah. it was just in Tessa Blanchard as well. Like it was just really cool to like see all of that and be there and just. I mean, it was history in the making. It's so cool seeing all of these changes happening in wrestling where now people are starting to challenge those big name companies. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, about time. <laughs> I know. And it's so crazy. Um, you know, we're currently in the second season of Women's Wrestling Weekly. And maybe because I, I pay attention to women's wrestling more, it's so interesting to see how a lot of the women are connected. You know, I might interview one person, but then realize that they're friends with five other girls. And it's just it's just yeah. so amazing to see. And even with um, WOW, when I saw it, there's quite a few girls who weren't on WOW previously that they got signed. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we interviewed all these people. And it's just nice to see women doing great things and then also afforded the opportunities and there are promotions that create the opportunities as well for women and men. But it's there's so many women wrestlers out there, which is amazing. I know. It's really cool. It's such a web. Um, I almost posted something the other day to be kind of like a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But I wanted to just be like, be careful of like what you do and what you say. It's on, a, a, it's on Facebook. It's uh -huh. an all-women wrestling um, private page that we have. So you can kind of put whatever you want in there for other women wrestlers. Um, we all communicate in that way. And... I almost wrote in there, like, be careful of, like, how you act and what you say because we are. It's like a web. We're all intermingled in some way. Right. And I'm a very um, inclusive person. I'm very private with my home life. Uh, so a lot of people don't know who I'm friends with because right. I don't really post with them or anything like that. It's just for, like, you know, because I know I'm friends with, you know, like, we keep everything kind of private. Um, and that's the thing is sometimes, like, people will slip up and say something and I'm like. Hmm. Yeah. It's two degrees okay. of separation, especially with social media. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so now uh, you were part of WOW. I guess you were part of WOW for a long time, uh, over six years, I believe. And you had a you were a tag you were a tag team with um, Candice LeRae, who is yeah. now signed with NXT. Um, what is that kind of when you see girls? I don't know if the right words moving on, but when other opportunities are, are afforded to other wrestlers that you know, like what is that feeling behind it? Because all the work is involved. You mentioned that you did a lot of um, you know you were on the road and you would get there and you may or may not get paid and all this other stuff. Like just seeing you. Know, Know, friends of yours also you know making it so I um, I don't know maybe there's something wrong with me or what it is but I don't get jealous over these things um, I think because I know how much like sacrifice goes into it I know a lot of it is right time right place um, a lot of it is just you know how hard you're working what you're doing so to me it's so exciting like I think it's so cool because that isn't the, like, NXT and WWE is not the only avenue for people anymore, um, especially for women, to make a name for themselves and to make a living out of wrestling. Um, so whenever I see these girls get these opportunities, I'm just like, yes. Like, I'm their biggest cheerleader because I'm just like, thank God. Because I think that we all, all of us who have been in this, you know, in this business for as long as I have, as long as, like, Candace has and several others, um, at this point, we kind of, we do deserve it. You know, mm -hmm. we deserve to be signed somewhere. We deserve to have our name known and to make a living out of this because we were working in the circuit before we even had a spot really, right. you know, so, um, to me, it's just so exciting. And the way I look at it is like you were saying, everybody's connected. 
So in a weird, almost like subconscious kind of way, it does elevate you as well because if you've had matches with these girls or you've been associated with them and then they get signed, a little bit of, a little bit of that falls back to you as well. Mm -hmm. So like, I think it's all good. You know, it's all helpful for like the women's division and I don't know, well, men too, of course, you know, but um, for the ladies, we've got to like, we, we really do have to stick together because there's not like, like as many of us as there are men. Yeah. So... <laughs> You know, we just, we have to like support each other and not be stupid, you know, like just don't, don't like get catty. Don't be jealous. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody's getting an opportunity you want, you just need to work harder and you know, it will happen. Yeah. Yourself, you know? Timing's everything. Now, um, yeah. wow did kind of like a rollout of people that they were signing or that they were adding to the roster. So the rollout of uh, Kira Hogan and the world of Tessa Blancer, when they made these announcements, were you almost like in your mind creating a storyline like, okay, I definitely want to go against, for instance, Tessa, because you already did something with her in China. Was What was your kind of thought process when they were adding, making these new additions to to the roster? Um, that was actually very specifically. Uh, Tessa and I had spoken, and this was before, this was kind of like while she was in the talks uh, with them. Mm -hmm. um, she and I were kind of discussing it, and we both were just like, this is awesome. Like, because she and I have so much history together, and um, we've built like a really good, like, friend of me, you know, vibe, and we both were just like, it'd be so cool if we work together, but like also if we don't, it's so cool that we're just on the same roster again. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you really do. Cause you um, see these girls that you're like, you know, even if, even if you're like colleagues and you work together, you can still like really appreciate somebody or even still like kind of look up to them in a way. And I feel that way about a lot of these girls. Um, and so, yeah, I, I definitely was, was trying to like already snowball and kind of like, push the envelope on, you know, matches I wanted and storylines I wanted. Um, and with Kira Hogan, she and I had not stepped in the ring before um, she got brought into the WOW, you know, uh, ring and into the WOW, you know, locker room and everything. So I wasn't sure about her. I was just excited that she was here because uh -huh. I love her personality. I think yeah. she's like a really good addition. So I was like really excited and like hyped because I was like, I don't even know how she wrestles, but like, I just love her behind the scenes. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she, we also did an interview with her and she was just so bubbly, but so fierce in the ring. And it's just so, it's, yeah. cra it's crazy. It's um, really nice. I'm um, really nice girl. Now you have mentioned in um, interviews uh, that there are no losses. There are learning experiences and winning. Uh, what is one or two things that you've learned throughout your career that you might want to pass on to younger or to um, people who are starting out in wrestling? Um, I would say my my biggest like coined phrase that I tell people and it's something that I've always um, really honed in myself is watch yourself wrestling and ask yourself would I buy a ticket to see me and if your answer is no then you need to work harder so that's the thing is you always want to be your biggest advocate you want to always be your biggest fan um, because nobody is going to talk about you like you nobody is going to believe in you like you so you always have to ask yourself would i pay to see me nice and now uh you've also said that you've you are deceptively strong um what 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 you're currently in the gym at at the moment so what what's your workout program like um so i i have a dance softball and powerlifting background um so i am very like agile i'm very flexible but i'm also very very strong physically uh deadlifting is actually one of my strongest lifts in fact i was actually the first one um 
put on this new uh, campaign we're doing. It's called Like a Superhero, uh -huh. and it's on all of the WOW social media. And what we're doing is we're, like, bringing people behind the scenes and showing them how we work out, like how we actually work out, you nice. know, in the gym. Um, and I was the first one they put, and they put me, you know, doing deadlifts, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> I was like, this is definitely my, my cup of tea. So um, that's something that I think surprises a lot of people, though, because I'm not the biggest, I'm not the tallest, um, I probably don't look the strongest. Uh, you know, I'm bleach blonde and tan. I probably look like I'm a ditz, um, which is totally fine. Uh, because I then surprise people by how physically strong I am in the ring and how aggressive I actually am as a wrestler. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool. And now uh, you've battled a lot of people in the ring. Who's like your favorite person that you want to battle again and that you haven't battled that you're hoping to battle in your wrestling career? So I would say probably my favorite person and somebody that I haven't in a while would be Santana Garrett. She's actually the uh, current champion of WOW Women of Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And she and I are just like, we're the yin and the yang to one another. I think that's like really cool because, you know, we are such different performers and we also physically look completely different, which is really cool because I love that visual effect of somebody looking totally opposite of you. Right. So she is somebody who has been one of my favorite opponents in the ring, and she is somebody that I want to, you know, work with again, for sure. Um, dream match-wise, I don't typically hone in on one particular person because a lot of people end up surprising me with the type of connection that we have or don't have. Um, so I like, to, I, I like to be paired and not expect anything and then just go from there. I know that probably sounds really weird and very happenstance, or taking chance, but um, yeah, that that would be kind of my answer to it. I love being surprised and just seeing how we work together. <laughs> <laughs> and now, um, I've like I said, I was there for the live live performances, and almost every one of the WOW uh, superheroes I've seen on social media, you can kind of get a little bit of their personality. Everyone except the Beast. Now, uh, in the ring, she looks beyond scary. Um, and I also, I actually thought about that as far as with Tessa Blanchard. She has this personality where it's just like you know, I'm going to tear down everybody, but I've heard from other and individuals, other wrestlers, that she's really a sweetheart, she's a really nice girl, just don't cross her. Um, but the Beast, I haven't seen, I haven't heard anybody talk about her, I haven't seen her do say anything on social media, I haven't really seen any interviews. What is she like behind the scenes? Well, that is something that I think they're doing on purpose. They're poising people to wonder uh, because during the season, they, they open up that can of worms, which is really cool. Uh, she and I, don't typically travel together or anything like that. I've only been um, around her continuously on a couple of occasions. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's she's a dominant force. She's like an intimidating person when you really get into it. Um, I think that the way people are gonna be able to see her and see her story open up um, on WOW is really gonna like blow people away. It's really cool. Okay. And now uh, as far as WOW, what can people expect? Or, you know, what, what parts, I, obviously I know you can't say much, and I, <laughs> I, and I haven't said much either because I don't want to get in trouble with anybody from WOW, but what, what can people expect? Because it's coming out this Friday, you know, why should people watch it? So the thing about uh, WOW is we are a completely different branding of wrestling. We touched on this earlier about how we take that reality TV, that real life behind the scenes look at our lives, and then we let those issues and we let those, you know, quarrels and problems culminate in the wrestling ring. Um, I think that's a totally different take. And then on top of that, our production is just next level. And I mean, come on, we're the only women's wrestling show, literally the only one. 
So yeah, I would definitely say it's worth tuning into. Um, I think it's cool that they believed in us to go back to back with New Japan, mm-hmm. you know, because New Japan has a very cult-like following. And that just shows you how much access and how much Mark Cuban, how much Jeannie Buss, and how much David McClain believe in us to let us, like, rival with um, and join in with those New Japan fans, you right. know? So it's definitely worth watching. I think people are going to be really surprised with the product. I mean, you and, and definitely, you know, one of the first, Dave McClain, David McClain has, you know, set off, I wouldn't say he would have set off the women's movement before it started because that's too much but however you know with glow and with wow um and now now the fact for instance wwe is now doing like a tag team champion for the women that's going to be you know crossing brands um one do you think once people see wow there's going to be way more opportunities um that you're going to be afforded stuff that you've wanted to do that you might not have gotten to do before i think so um and i and honestly i would 100 percent say that he did start that women's um involvement in the wrestling world of course back in the 80s um it wasn't taken as seriously so of course that was kind of the notion with glow i think that they wanted to tread lightly and make sure that it was still very entertaining so people could like dip their toes into the wrestling world you Mm -hmm. know what i mean um with women and yeah absolutely i think that with us announcing that we were moving to tv um i think that that already started that snowball effect for other companies because then all of a sudden there was an all women's pay-per-view you know now all of a sudden we have you know women's tag team mm-hmm. um you know just recently aew brandy rhodes announced uh that the women are going to be having equal pay at entry level you know so i think that people are starting to realize okay wow gets it they know that people get behind all women's companies mm-hmm. and we kind of took that leap for them and i'm just super happy to see other people following suit because the more companies and the more notable companies that are doing these types of things for women's wrestling it's just gonna make everything else a lot easier because now we have like a strong front of it now uh is there or are there have you ever been into so i mean let's you have wow and then you also have for instance wwe which is kind of the creme de la creme of everything and then on top of that you have the mcmahon's who are coming back to her like reorganizing the whole situation have you ever been in talks with wwe and you know is that one of the goals because i know a lot of women are also saying that's not my goal i want to travel the world i love you know being able to you know figure out my own paycheck and do all that stuff and take time off when i need time off so what's what where are you what side are you on I, you know, I would, I would say almost equal parts. Um, WWE is the reason I became a wrestler. WWE is the reason why I, you know, had this crazy dream to begin with. And I have been in talks with them on and off. In fact, I was part of the um, inaugural May Young Classic. I did end up being pushed to being alternate, mm-hmm. um, which then kind of opened my eyes to like, okay, you know, it, it kind of make, makes you want to work harder for other companies who do believe in you. And WOW has always believed in me. Um, so they are definitely my my first choice mm-hmm. comes to wrestling. And, you know, it is true. Once you start making your own schedules, you start um, arranging your own, you know, bookings, flights, pay, time off. It is really nice um, to have that leniency. Of course, you know, WWE, I'm not going to ever say like, oh, I would never go there. That's not my point. But right now, that is not my goal. Right. Um, in fact, I think one of my my primary goals, obviously, is to flourish as Abilene Maverick for WOW. Mm-hmm. And then past that, I would love to join forces with companies like All Elite Wrestling, um, companies like, you know, Lucha Underground. You know, these are some of my goals that I have to kind of tap into those markets as well, but as Barbie Hayden, not as Abilene Maverick. Nice. Now, you did mention you were alternate for, is it Mae Young, the, 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 the first one? 
Yes. And then were yeah. you called back for the second one or was? Um, well, I, I was being lazy. It's 1000% my fault. Um, I ended up applying too late oh. and they even said, they were like, thank you so much for applying. Like, you know, things could have definitely been different. Um, but we've already shut, shut off like the application, you know, timeline, uh -huh. which okay because I, I realized it was because of me it was because I was being lazy and I wasn't applying soon enough um which it was like really okay because so many other things happened for me in that like time frame mm -hmm. um in fact you know us just announcing and signing the contract with access for wow happened during that time so I didn't feel like I lost anything because I ended up signing a TV contract during the time that I missed out on their one-off pay-per-view. And know? now, in one of your interviews, you said when uh, it was announced that WOW would be on Access Television, you almost like tear it up because you were there when it was going, you know, straight to the internet, I guess you can say. Yeah. So what was the emotions involved with that? Oh my God, I did. I cried. I like legit cried. Um, so I was driving with my, my uh, boyfriend. Well, he was driving um, and... You know, it's one thing when you're in talks, it's another when you're sent the contract. <laughs> and I was in the vehicle with him uh, driving somewhere, wherever we were going. And I started crying while I was telling him about this because I, I said, I have been in wrestling for a decade. And I finally, a decade later, have my TV contract. Like, I was like, I have worked my butt off. I have sacrificed so much. I've sacrificed parties, friendships, relationships everything in between just for this opportunity and um, a big deal for me also because my dad died when I was 18. Um, he was the only person who really gave me the green light to be a wrestler. He really believed that I could do it um, and he just thought it was cool that I was going to like travel the world and everything and he ended up uh, passing away just weeks after saying this. Um, he died unexpectedly so you know for him to have said that and then passed away it was just, like a really weird timing thing. Um, and then I became very close to my grandfather. You know, he's he's like my dad. He's one of my best friends. Honestly, I spend almost every day with him. Um, in fact, I was just there today. And, um, and he can't get around. You know, he's on a walker. He can't come see me wrestle. And I realized that after all this time, this Friday night when we air on Access, he is going to be watching me on TV. And I'm going to be sitting there with him, able to watch this. And it's just, that's my greatest, you know, accomplishment, I think, because nothing can beat those real life moments and the people that you've fought so hard for. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's so exciting. It's so nice to have something finally pay off. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you put in all this hard work for your passion and then have the loved ones appreciate the passion and the work that you put in. Yeah, he's so excited. He's like so proud of me and he like, you know, he tells everybody and uh, we even watched the Dish um, interview segment. Uh -huh. It's like 30 minutes long. They interviewed um, David, uh, David McClain. Tessa. Uh, what's that? Uh, Tessa, Razor, yes. yourself. Yeah, I saw that. It was yes. a really great, great interview. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, we watched it. And, and what's so funny is he forgets that I'm playing Abilene Maverick on there. <laughs> so we get done watching it and he goes... Who's Abilene Maverick? <laughs> I was like, Turtle, come on. We call my grandpa Turtle. Um, I was like, I have told you this on several occasions that that's the character name. And he was like, oh, well, I thought you were going to be Barbie Hayden. And I was like, no. He's like, I just got used to Barbie Hayden. Now it's getting <laughs> I know, I know. And he's just like, okay, well, I guess Abilene Maverick it is. 
And now, so we're in a new year, 2019. Um, what are the goals and anything? I, I Obviously, we know WOW, and I did see the interview um, where David said there's going to be a second taping and possibly some pay-per-views. Is there any goals that you have for 2019 and anything that you can announce, uh, you know, exclusive on Women's Wrestling Weekly? <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I can't because nothing is set in ink just yet mm -hmm. um but once it is i would love to come back and you know discuss that stuff with you guys um but for right now i will say that my goals and my hopes are are directly for wow women of wrestling um i think that we should go international and i think that we should go on tour um i think that a lot of people have already kind of you know played into this notion they want to see us live mm -hmm. and a lot of people cannot get to la um, at the Belasco Theater to see us live. Mm -hmm. So I think that we need to go on tour, and I really think we should get overseas because that market is so much fun. You know, I've traveled the world, and I know that those fans would thoroughly enjoy this product. So those those are my set goals for right now, for sure. Yeah, for sure, because I, I feel with L.A., we're kind of spoiled here, and you don't really know. <laughs> I mean, you have two football teams. Like, you really don't know what we have, but... You're like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's just kind of like, you know, to have something. And then, like I said, I was there. So for you folks who haven't seen WOW um, or don't know what to expect, the production value, I I can only imagine. It was vibrant colors. Like, everything was just yeah. well, well put together. Um, so at least give it a try this Friday. I'm imploring you to. Um, but, yeah, definitely travel-wise. Um, and especially with people still um, associating David McLean with GLOW. And, you know, people are going to put that into the same, you know, you know, product with Glow also being right. on Netflix. I mean, why not? Yeah, I think it's perfect. I really do. So now we're going to go into uh, something called rapid fire. So we're going to, uh, you know, I'm going to ask you a few questions. You're going to say the first thing that comes to the top of your mind. So we're going to have uh, Miss Marissa hit the music. All right. So here we there. go. <laughs> always early or always late? Always late. Last person you text. Uh, Preston. Who's Preston? My boyfriend. Okay. <laughs> I'm being really nosy. What is the one thing you love about yourself? My cat. <laughs> uh, dream dinner guest. Oh, God. Probably President Trump. Because <laughs> he's so odd. <laughs> uh, who would play you in a movie? Uh, Hayden Panettiere. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, last TV show you binge watched? Oh, brain. If you were a crayon, what color would you be? Black. Favorite junk food? Pizza. Favorite wow superhero? I believe ever. If you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Probably pizza. <laughs> and if you could listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, this is perfect. Anything from the used. Okay. And then also, if you can have an artist come out with you, like a walkout, like for boxing, what artist or group would that be? Or which artist? It would definitely be the used. Have to. Favorite band of all time. There you go. That was it. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> like sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We definitely appreciate it. Um, for you guys, like I said, definitely look out for Wilds this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, I think 8 p.m. Central. Um, yes. And are you you're are you going to be in the first uh, episode, correct? I am in the first episode, and I will be live tweeting as well. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, so if people, you know, keep an eye out on my Barbie Hayden social medias and wow underscore Abilene mm -hmm. um, on both social medias, I'll be live tweeting the entire show. Are you going to be able to live, live tweet from both social medias? Or are you going to go just go back and forth? 
girl, you should see me. I am just like, <laughs> I am like a guru when it comes to this thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I try to do that with um, Women Wrestling Weekly. I try to live tweet for some events and then I also try to do mine and then I have another one. I'm just like, I can't. It's brutal. I can't do this. I can't do this. Um, so give out your yeah. social media one more time so people can find you. Okay, so if you are looking for all WOW superheroes, uh, go ahead and just search WOW superheroes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or go to wowe.com. That's W-O-W-E.com. Uh, for myself personally, you can find me at B-A-R-B-I-H-A-Y-D-N. That's Barbie Hayden or a WOW underscore Abilene, and that is going to be on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for coming on. We definitely look forward. Um, probably going to try to do something with WOW when you guys come back to film in L.A. Uh, have Women's awesome. Wrestling Weekly come out and do some stuff with you. Maybe get in the ring. Probably not. Um, but definitely. You totally should. It's <laughs> like, all I really want to do, and I, 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 I'm, I know this is going to take way more time. I just want to spear somebody, preferably like a hot guy. But that's all I really want to do. That's just, that's, that's, that's the goal. That's, that's it. That's a new goal of mine now, too. <laughs> I mean, it just looks, you know, you, you spear them and then, oh, you're just there. Oh, I fall yeah. in here. On top of you. <laughs> Accidentally. Oh, <no. laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Definitely look Thank forward you. to see you on Friday. All right, folks. So we're going to hit the star of the week real quick. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. So our Women's Wrestling Star of the Week is going to be, uh, she's an actress and a wrestler, Vanessa Bourne, who is currently signed to WWE, where she works in their de de developmental territory for NXT. She made her in-ring debut in 2016 and made her WWE NXT debut shortly after that at a live event. You need to check out uh, Vanessa Bourne's matches with Serena Webb, Kara, um, Kira Sane, and Nikki Cross for sure, especially during the... Um, she was in. Um, she was in the May Young. And also, fun fact: she graduated from Arizona State University and worked as a Fox Sports Arizona presenter. Uh, she was also a Phoenix Sun dancer and also Arizona Cardinals cheerleader prior to her wrestling career. So definitely very, very active. Um, so definitely check her out on NXT. Now that brings us to uh, our poll question. So our poll question is: um, Who do you have in a match? Would it be Tessa Blanchard or Ronda Rousey? Definitely two different promotions, but, you know, both badass women. So we'll see how you guys feel about that. So would it be Tessa Blanchard or Ronda Rousey? You can go on our poll on um, Twitter or on Instagram and vote. And we definitely thank you guys for checking in as far as um, making comments, all that good stuff. If you have a star of the week that you want us to cover, let us know on our Twitter and Instagram page at WPW Weekly. Um, Evan T. Mack, like I said, is out, but you can follow him at Evan T. Mack on everything. And definitely give AfterBuzz TV a follow as well if you're not on YouTube, AfterBuzz TV Wrestling and Sports, and also all the social medias as well. Other than that, we thank you so much for watching the show and making our show the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. Until next time, ciao. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menunos, Phil Svitek, Producer, TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling. We ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. <laughs>